Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome to episode three of Kiss Me Fat Boy. I am your sneaker collecting, adult content creating, and band stacking host, Giovanni. And that is Ray. Ray, what's good? Well, damn, I don't get anything added to that. Um, whatever. What's up? Um, yeah. He's the butter pecan. So can. He's the butter pecan. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, yeah, so episode three. Wow. We're actually, yeah, we got some, we're doing things, right? We're moving. Look, what did you say here? Band collecting? What did you say? Band, band collecting? Stacking. Band stacking. stacking. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy, he swears. We want to see receipts. Can you pull receipts? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, baby. No. Um, Are you the IRS? <laughs> yeah, I'm here to fucking audit. You're fucking OnlyFans. Anyways, um, yeah, so what's up? What's going on? How was your weekend? You know, not going to lie, my weekend was very, very chill, and I, it was kind of just meh. I mean, not in a bad way, because sometimes you just need those weekends to have um, a recharge, and I felt like, for the most part, it was a recharge, because I don't even know what the hell we did on Friday. We might have just fallen asleep, actually. Actually, holy shit. <laughs> Remember, okay, so I called Ray on Friday, and... I told him this whole situation that popped down uh, between my partner, uh, Zach, and I. So long story short, actually, it's going to be a long story. Just sit back, listen down, grab something to drink. All right. <clears throat> so I went to the gym, came home, showered. My significant other came over, uh, came over, came home and was like, hey, you know, baby, we got an invite to go uh, eat crawfish and, you know, potentially swim at a, at a friend's house of ours. And I, he's like, you want to go? I said, yeah, sure. You know, what time do they want us to be there? He's like, it's about 7 p.m.-ish. And I was like, all right, great. You know, so right now it's like 5 o'clock. It gives me time to cool down and shower and just get whatever. So, you know, we, we get dressed. We're cut-off shirts, um, you know, some, some just chilled laid-back shorts, you know. So we packed our swim trunks and shit. And, uh, so some come fuck me is what he means. His hoochie daddy <laughs> shorts. <laughs> uh, no. Well, no, uh, you know, terminology says whatever. I've been wearing that just because I got thick thighs. Anyways, um, but, you know, everything's hoochie. If you just get a smaller size, you know, just keep it real. Anyways, um, no, so we go to the host's house, and we park, and we're walking, and we hear people, you know, we thought we heard people in the water. Well, that's not the case. So we end up walking in and we kind of stick out immediately because the people that were there were like a very mixed crowd of um, like older and slightly young-ish type people, but you couldn't really clock them if they were gay or straight because they it kind of looked like a family function. And it was kind of a really uncomfortable setting immediately. These people were already dressed like if they were going to Easter, like a little, you know, a little Easter picnic in the, in the, in the park and shit. And we're here with fucking cut off shirts and so yeah. we were like, okay. Um, so we walk over to the host. We say, hey, you know, thank you for inviting us, blah, blah. And so we kind of like follow him to help him and all that other stuff. He starts breaking out a conversation, starts talking about how one of his guests um, came up to him and was just like asking him like about some fucking orange juice because he wanted to have a toast. And this man is 67 years What old. a conversation starter, orange juice. Wow. <laughs> right. And he was just like, so apparently he had, he had been kind of like bugging him about certain shit before we showed up, but none of the information was given to us. Anyway, he was basically asking the host of this like crawfish um, outing 
in the backyard of his home if he could have a ceremonial moment with this guy that he met at a sex two months ago who is 31 years younger than he is. He wanted what to basically fuck? have a fucking moment where it was an like, impromptu wedding. Woo! Basically, no, basically, and I'm not gonna lie oh, to you, sure. that shit made me uncomfortable because it's not that I don't give a fuck. They old, young, whatever. I don't give a shit. But don't ever force me to be somewhere where information. He sees like the this. opportunity. That's fucking romantic. Like more men need to do that. This dude's Excuse fucking me? seventy, and look at him. He's like, you know what? I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna marry this twenty-two year old. No, he fresh was out of fucking old. high school. Whatever, oh, no. pretty much anything is fucking super young from him. But I'm just saying, no shade, no shade, no shade to Zach's old, much much older friends. No, but I'm no, saying, like, no, 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 no. They weren't. He said, hey, they weren't even. Money. <laughs> so what the wild thing was is we didn't even get introduced to the the little happy ceremonial couple or whatever. I could not. If right now if they lined up the people that were there. They said who were how because we weren't introduced to them, so we're just like, what the fuck? So, anyways, so we start catching wind of just like, wait, oh, wait, wait. Home. How crazy would it have been if he would have been like, will you be my best man, please? I know it just oh, he would have got his ass slapped <laughs> right the fuck in there. Oh, you got me fucked up. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh shit. Oh no. I would have no. I realistically would have been like, sorry, the fuck away from me. You and your sixty-seven year old. I don't know how many hips have been replaced. Ass, get away from me. Um, no, Giovanni, <laughs> don't play that shit. You can play with yourself, but don't play with me. Um. But no, so, but that wasn't really the moment. The moment was when this guy, this like older gentleman started fucking handing out champagne cups to people. And I was like, no, I'm good. You know, I just, again, I had worked out, so I had nothing in my system. You know, when you have nothing in your system and you start to drinking, you start, yeah, start drinking, you know, it, it hits immediately, right? So I was like, no, I'm kind of good right now. So I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, no, take it. It's for the toast. And I was like, the fuck? white boy told me the fuck I need to do and so I was like whatever dude so I took the fucking cup with the champagne or whatever but again mind you didn't know what it was for I was like okay maybe we're gonna shout somebody out who you know was running a charity function there you know I love charity work so it's great you know whatever cool but when I found out what the fuck I was there for essentially some little bullshit ass little ceremonial bullshit between two people from two different generations um you know like I wasn't for that so like I'm not gonna lie to you as soon as I found that shit it, it, it pissed me off because don't force people who don't know who the fuck you are to celebrate a moment we don't give a fuck about. I don't care if it's pride. It's we were invited here for crawfish and you made a moment to sit there. He and was hangry. He was real fucking I really probably was, but I thought it was tacky as fuck. I thought it was Tallahassee tacky. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Tallahassee. I like that. Tallahassee. But, you know, and like, so, you know me, I, I, if I don't want to be somewhere, if I don't like somebody, if I, whatever, I'll make it know real fuck quickly. So as soon as I found out what was going on, in the middle of this little bullshit-ass speech he was giving, you know, to the guy he met at the sex club, which, again, no shots, no shade, but if they would have been closer in age, I probably would have maybe championed it, but this shit was just mockery. Anyways, so I just tossed my, my, uh, my cup in the trash can real loud, and I'm like, I need to leave, because I was promised crawfish. Y'all over here giving me bullshit, and <laughs> I'm no, 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 no. So I told oh Zach, I go. So we had drove my car, and I told Zach, "You my keys. I'm about to leave." And so he was just like, "Well, where are you gonna go?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm leaving. Like, you can stay here if you like." And so he stood there for about like five minutes, and then that's when I called you, and I told you I was, I was yeah. in the drive-through at Popeyes because <laughs> I had Popeyes to, getting the ten piece. 
<laughs> yes, I had to get me some food. With a coupon. With a coupon. This motherfucker yes. always has a coupon. I'm not kidding, guys. This no. motherfucker has Just a coupon for everything. You know what's so I'm funny? Not even the Popeye's coupon that I use is 8049. That is for the two can dine in 999. Uh, five piece, two sides, two biscuits. Whatever. I, can't. Uh, I fucking can't right now. I no, can't. no. But what was wild is like I, didn't, I ordered my food and then Zach calls me like, yo, I, I had to leave. That fucking really weird after that. And I was like, how weird? He was like, it was really weird. And I can't really explain to you. Like, All right, great. And so I left the drive. You know what would have been funny? He's like. Okay, so they had the ceremony at the crawfish, right? Boil, whatever you want to call it. But now they want to have the reception in my butthole. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay. He, he said that other guests started leaving, though. Like, because they yeah, are very weird. Like, yeah, like, they, were, they, they didn't know who these people were. So, like, again, yeah. it would have been different if everybody was there to celebrate these people and they knew them. But yeah. it almost kind of felt like it was a filler party, like, we're going to invite up people, you know, promise them food, and then surprise, Shawty, it's going to be a fucking episode of Who's Crazier Today in Memphis. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, no. So I was like, you know, I wish the old man his, you know, a really happy life, however long that may be for them. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, baby. Don't play that shit. Anyway, so that was my Friday. And then yesterday, all I did was steam clean my house, which I love. It's therapeutic. People might call that really weird. But, you know, again... Yeah. My home is my sanctuary, so uh, my floors are clean, so my carpets must be clean. This coochie must be clean. These fingernails oh. must be clean. My bed count must oh. be clean. I'm joking. Oh, no, but sweet. I was, and yeah, and then today was just more of a, oh, actually, mm, a little spicy, a little spicy, dicey story. So we went out last night, and there was a guy we were really oh. good friends with and stuff like that who, you know, for the most part, like, he's a friend with benefits. And he got a little bit loosey goosey, and uh, there's this treehouse at this local area, uh, this local bar. Oh, not a treehouse. Memphis, right? That's no, a treehouse. Um, and so, for the first time, your boy got his pee pee sucked while in the treehouse, and nobody was none the wiser. Ew. And not that I wanted <laughs> to know that, but okay, good for you. Wear that no, shit I like don't. a badge of honor. No, yeah. but you know, good yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, dick sucking somebody's ten year old treehouse. Wow. Well, you know, to be honest, I don't even. I think that treehouse has been there for like thirty years, but whatever. Oh, Which basically means that me and the tree are the same age. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I guess. And then today was just real chill. That's really about it. We actually went to go the grocery store, uh, Costco. Hello, you know, got that Caucasian membership, and then uh, filled up the gas tank because you know gas is crazy. But uh, no, what about you? Um, well, I only went out once this weekend. After that, I just chilled. Um, we went out Friday because we, uh, had a friend come in and, um, for a concert. So from the Valley, uh, yeah, he came in, him and his boyfriend, they went out, had a good time. And then we met them downtown. Um, and funny story. <laughs> so episode two, you know, I spoke about, uh, <clears throat> one of my exes, won't say which ex, um, for legal purposes <laughs> and uh it was like kind of serendipitous because we dropped that episode right and then like a couple days later then oh my god he just manifested there it was so because we've been out plenty of times right and never ran into him well we did once but i really didn't that's a long story so he, he kind of saw and just ran away after like yeah according to my friend whatever because i had my back against him but that was like 
I don't know, like in the very beginning of the breakup. So here we are, fast forward to like a year and some change later. And, you know, I'm walking in, looking flash chick, got my Lili shirt on. You know, I sent you a pic or whatever, had my pearls. Pearls for I the know. girls, got my little chain dangling. Yeah, it was fresh. I, I was fresh. I was like, Lili, rest boy. in peace, baby girl. He's still fresh to death. Like I got dressed in a coffin, fresh. Anyways, so whatever, right? We were just trying to take my fucking ID out of my new wallet. Fucking hate that wallet. Oh my god, I hope I don't lose it. Jinx myself. But yeah, um, I was just like trying to take it out, and then like as I give it to the guy, I'm looking around, and then there he is in the corner. He's kind of just like looking back and forth, looking back and forth. Oh fuck, bro. Fuck. So I tell my friend that I'm I'm like, yo, we got to go. He's like, no, fuck that. Like, why? Why? Like, bro, like, you know, he's on the scene. You're on the scene. Like, you guys are bound to fucking cross paths. It was going to happen sooner or later. I just thought it was going to happen way fucking later, but whatever. So long story short, we go in there. I order us both a double while we're waiting for our friends to come. And uh, time was just, time just stopped. It was so fucking slow. And I was just starting to get just anxiety and just like, yes, fuck, I don't know. Like, I don't. It, you know, it, it's not that, like, I'm not over the situation. I'm very much over it. I want to make that very clear. It's just that we haven't been in the same space. We haven't shared the same space. We haven't been in close proximity to each other like that ever. So this is the first fucking encounter. And I'm more worried about what I'm going to do if someone ever fucking, like, feels the need to apologize or just walk up on me for any reason. Like, I don't like that shit, bro. Like, I don't like the unknown. I know that's life, whatever the fuck. I know what people are going to say. Whatever, so I went to go piss, come back, he's walking with his little friend, whoever. I didn't really pay attention, so I just looked to the side, and I kind of, like, take a big-ass side, and I thought she like, we got a dip, I'm out, like, done. But, yeah, that was it. Then after that, we had a great fucking night. We partied till, like, three, just fucking dancing and drinking and taking shots, and it was litty. It was litty. It was up. And, uh, yeah, that was my weekend, and then, what did I do Saturday? I didn't do a fucking thing Saturday. Saturday night, I watched P-Valley. Yo, y'all don't watch P-Valley? Y'all have to, yo, that shit, wow. Like, wow. Yeah, love P-Valley. Um, I won't give anything away, but just watch it. Um, And then, yeah, Sunday didn't do anything. Just chill. So oh, you, work. I have a lot of shit going on at work. So you didn't go find a treehouse to get your pee sucked to? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't do know. That. Sorry, <laughs> nah. I'm celibate. I'm celibate. But, you know, uh, <laughs> I will say this. I did do something. Um, I had to recently end a friendship. It was a very, very new friendship. Um, you know, very fresh. But, you know, it just kind of happened thanks to you um, with my newfound fame. You know, with Geo, me and Geo linking up and him posting me like once a week with the episodes and stuff, they kind of start flocking to me and just like, you know, they catch interest and whatever. So one person did catch my eye. Not in that kind of way, guys. He's a down low guy. Well, I wouldn't say down low, but I don't know. It is what it is. Anyways, I had to cut it off. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. It was just, it started to get really weird. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, I thought originally it was just going to start off as friendship, and then, like, he was kind of, like, what's the word? Like, you know, like, no, 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 not clingy. Um, just someone who Wishy-washy? Just, no, he's just, I don't want to say invasive. It was more so, like, oh, the thing that, like, down no, low. like, yeah, yeah, so he's on the down low, so, like, 
You know, I say, yo, like, I'm, I'm here. I'll help you out. We, we're cool. Like, we can be friends and whatever. But he just started to cross the line. He, you know, I tried to set boundaries, and he just did. And I ain't going to lie, I kind of liked it. You know, I was feeling his little mm, swag, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I can't get myself into some shit like this. And I was like, nah, I got to cut it. So that's what I did. I mean, no disrespect to him. You know, he's doing his thing, still self-discovery. You know, the download community, they tend to do what they do. I don't understand it, but it's not for me to understand. But one thing I can say is that I can choose whether or not I want to participate in something. And I just choose not to go down that road with anybody. Because let me tell you something about me. I'm big on my fucking respect and my boundaries. You start violating, I violate back. We can all go to jail about my feelings. It is documented. (laughs) I don't fucking play. Don't play with me. So that's why I'm just like, you know what? There's no point. Because, you know, you let somebody start playing with you. You know, you give someone an inch and they want the whole motherfucking rope. Like, nah, my guy, I'll take that rope and hang you with it. From your legs. Drain your blood. Hostile style. But yeah, that was it. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to tell a little story, you know, because you over here fucking getting your dick sucked in the fucking tree. I thought, should I have to match your shit? But anyways. Oh, um, you know, you want to know the, the, the killer part about that, too, is what we had. Uh, we had ordered chicken tenders at the bar, and I had ate them before that happened. So just want to throw that out there. Oh, oh wait, what? <laughs> they well, what does that mean? Too, so. no, you give them shit, Dick? Chicken to... <laughs> no, what? what? No. Oh, oh, no. never mind. <laughs> what, what's going on? <laughs> I'll say that we wanted chicken. Yo, tenders, chicken yeah. tenders from the bar, any diner, fire, fucking fire. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was like, ooh, the crispy too. It's like shh, when you tear them apart and shit. Not crispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. I have a question. Okay. So let me ask you, no, before you ask a question, I want to ask you a question. <clears throat> well, a question I've actually I've never asked you uh, in the last 13 years, which is so random, right? Because you think we've asked everything, right? About, you know, mm-hmm. under the sun. But no. So we're in the month of pride. And I've actually never asked you, like, what does your coming out story entail? Like, what, do you remember the day? Do you remember the person you first told? the environment like do you remember any of that or what yeah. okay so i was raised by my grandmother so let me preface this by saying i really truly don't have a coming out story but i also do stay tuned i'm gonna you, you'll see what i mean so i was raised by my grandmother um i think she had me i mean had me she got me at like three so my grandmother all she knew like she just knew she knew me so well that she just knew that i was going to be gay right she used to always say, she's like, Te tengo que enseñar como pelear porque vas a ser justo. Like, bro, my grandmother fucking savage. Like, that's just who she was. Like, she was real with it, straight up. Like, it's just who she was. So she already knew. So, um, yeah, so I never really had a coming out story. Like, I had all the fucking My Little Pony parties slash Ninja Turtles, got all the mermaids with the Pokemon, whatever the fuck I wanted, like, I got. Like, my grandmother never questioned it. She just said, no, that's what he wants. That's what he wants. We're going to let him be whoever she, he wants to be. Like, there's, yeah, he is who he is. And we're going to love him. And we're, we're just going to honor him the best way we know how, especially in that time. You know, it was very, um, well, I don't know. I never really experienced homophobia in high school a little bit, but not really. Um, 
but yeah, no, I, I I've never had the um the the femme I don't want to offend nobody, but I've never had the femme mannerisms, right? I've always been straight acting, and it's not a facade. It's just who I am. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have my moments, like, you know, with one of my friends who I'm really, really close with. Like, he's gotten me to say sis or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I have my moments. I do. Like, I've twerked before. I've done shit like that. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, I still have that in me. But, yeah, I, I don't have a coming out story. But my mom, again, my grandmother raised me. I think I was... I want to say 13 or 14, and they had this uh, this local chain restaurant um, called Granny's. I think it was Grandy's or Granny's, whatever. I don't know if you guys had it in Dallas. Um, but they closed down. It's been many of years since they've been closed down. But that was one of her favorite places. I think it was like cafeteria food. And my sisters went to the mall. Um, and one day me and her just sat down and had dinner, and I just finally told her, Mom, you know I'm gay, right? And just in shock, and she started fucking crying. And it's so funny because the ongoing joke now is that raise the reason why that granny's clothes is because he told me he was gay there that day, and blah blah blah. Bro, I remember my sister being like, "What? You didn't know? Like we fucking knew. Everybody under the fucking sun, or in Austin that knew Ray, fucking knew he was gay, bro. Like what? It's just so funny. My mom was just always been. She's had this idea in her head where it's like." Mijo, he's so handsome, he's so cute, like, oh, my God, like, he's going to have beautiful kids, he's going to give me kids. Still to this day, she's, like, not, I mean, not recently, but I want to say it's been a couple of years. She'll be like, are you sure? Like, you don't want to give me grandkids? You don't want to try with a girl once? Hell nah. Me curtains ain't for me. Fuck that. I'm a gold star. I ain't never been up in no kind of female. Nope. Not for me. I know what the fuck I like. So, and to my point is, I've always known who I am. And whether people liked it or not, I don't give a fuck. Like, I march to the beat of my own drum. I walk in the room, and I am who I am, through and through, straight up. Like, whether you like it or not, I don't care. It's not for you to like. Um, yeah, so I, that's really a small coming out story. But yeah, after that, my mom was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, that's my coming out story. Wait, you have one, right? Do you have one? Yeah, mine is a little bit more, I don't know, mine probably has a lot more emotion involved because I was a single mom, um, but at the time when I came out was, I forgot it was either 2008 or 2009. Remember the whole Mario situation? Well, that was that. (laughs) Did you just name drop? I cannot with you. uh, I cannot uh, with you. I don't care. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's fine. Years. It's fine. He's doing him. I'm doing me. Um, yeah, he's 55 now. <laughs> no, he probably is. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know I was going to make another is. joke, but I'm not. I don't want to. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't really come for us. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no. So I remember, like, because me, co- my, me and my cousin, Isis, you know, Isis is how, you know, you say her name, um, Egyptian, but... We call her Isis. I'm sorry, we call her Isis. You know, it's just easier for us to say it's more of a metric form. Anyways, because of Isis and stuff like that one day, and I was like, you know, she, I told her, and um, she already knew. I, she, they didn't know for like, oh, probably like two years now. But I kind of wanted to like let my mom know, and I just didn't know how to go about it. And I just kind of, I don't know, I think I just chanced it, not knowing what the consequences truly were. You know, like other people have unfortunately have uh, encountered with saying those, you know, words, you know, I am gay or I'm lesbian or whatever you like that bias. Um, so I remember going 
to my mom's uh, house. Um, my cousin drove me, and she was outside in the parking lot. And she was like, "You want me to go in?" I was like, "No, it's okay. You know, we were gonna go get food afterwards. Like, just give me a couple moments if you don't mind, and you know, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll be right back out. I have to go grab something anyway." So I took my mom, and I was like, "Hey, you know, she had been drinking. Uh, this is back my mom's drinking uh, heyday." And so I asked my mom, I was like, hey, do you mind if I talk to you for a minute, you know, upstairs alone? And she's like, yeah, what's going on? And so I remember, like, stuttering and, like, uh, stumbling over my words and stuff. And my mom was like, what's going on? And she was like, you're starting to freak me out. You know, like, you know I hate when people do this. Um, and that's my mom was like, I said, I just hope you're not mad with my mom. So she's like, okay, what's going on? And she started freaking out at that point. And I was like, well, mom, I said, I'm gay. And I think I had my toothbrush in my hand. And I was fidgeting with it, right? And my mom looked at me, and she's like, she started, like, starts crying. But she later on told me why she started crying. Um, they had already all known. So I went to my mom. I left the house, mm-hmm. and we went to Chinese food. So I remember my mom calling me back and stuff like about 30, 45 minutes later because she actually walked across the street to this when we were all living in the apartment. So my, my godmother uh, lived in the apartment as well. So she walked over there, told her what had happened, you know, and they all were just, she was asking us, what does that mean for you? She was like, ask his mom, does that mean that you disown him? Does that mean that you love him more? I was like, no, absolutely not. She goes, I'd always known. But my mom told me when, like, when she called me, she was like, where did you go? And I said, well, we went to go something to eat. I said, I just wanted to give you your space with the information I kind of just dropped on you. And she was just like, son, she goes, let me explain something. She goes, before, you know, too much time passes. And I was like, okay, what's going on? She was like, the reason why I cried is not because you told me something that made me sad. She goes, it's because, remember I used to always tell you something, that I would die for my kids. She goes, but at that moment when you told me, and I had already known, I was just kind of waiting for the confirmation from you to feel comfortable where that might have been, she goes, the statement got revised to I would kill for my kids. She goes, because I now had to worry about people being malicious. And yep. potentially harming my kid for being who he was. So it's like my mom kind of graduated in her mind from like a soldier to a sergeant, you know? And she had to sit there and lace up those boots and be ready. So my mom has been very much um, somebody in my corner who never disowned me or brought that up as, a, as an issue or as like a, like a throw piece. Like, here it is, you know? She was never that. My mom was a hairstylist. She's been cutting hair for the past 30-plus years. So she's around gay, lesbian, you know, non-binary, whatever, you know, so it doesn't bother her. She just always told me, whoever you're with, whether man, woman, or whatever, she says, just as long as they're not assholes or pieces of shit, I will welcome them with open arms. And so it was one of those things where moving forward, like when I told her about the Mario situation, I, I forgot how long, it, you know, in time frame that was between each other. But I remember crying mm-hmm. to her about my first love you know, and telling her about that. And what's really awkward is my mom doesn't know that I met him in a three-way with his ex-partner. <laughs> so that was what? like one of those moments. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how I met him. I met him because when they had visited Dallas, they had messaged me on, this is going to be a little old school. Maybe some kids might not know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there was a website still probably currently running called Adam for Adam. And that's how I met Mario. I never participated I, in that. I remember you mentioned that the last time. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no, that's that's how I met him. And he invited me over to the hotel. We, I ended up staying the night over. We had some really hot sex, blah, 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 blah. But then I fell for him. I fell for the trick. And, you know, <laughs> and that's what happened. And But we What'd both you call me? did. 
<laughs> but you know what? You know, but you want you want to know something really wild about that that maybe you don't know is the week after I go drive up to where they lived in Texas and I sleep on their couch and his partner does not know why I'm there. Only him and I do. It was a whole fucking. It, yeah, so I funny? remember that. <laughs> yes, but you know what's crazy is he has a daughter, so that was even more awkward now. That as, as a thirty-two. Oh my god, you were just back. dropping hella jewels. No, okay. because again, but I was also nineteen though, so there's a nineteen-year-old yeah, brain yeah. versus a thirty-two-year-old brain. So I laugh about it now because again, it's you know it's water under the bridge. <laughs> he just put his age out there. Everyone's gonna look his name up. His age. No, no, no. He got I a daughter. He from no, no, Texas. No, no. <laughs> I'm all <telling> <laughs> no, no, I said. No, I said no. I said for me, I said I was nineteen versus thirty-two. Your brain. I mean, like me, like now yeah, being yeah. thirty-two. But no, yeah, it, it was, again, that's that's the weird thing, and I think we laugh about situations like this. Me and my cousin, or my mom, me and my mom, because like we always look at it like, damn, shit can never really go easy for us, or never, shit is never like the most simplest of stories. It's always like fucking extravagant. Because that was yeah, also tell me about it. Yeah, like again, with that, like I, I don't know how long I dealt with that shit because, like, we would like what's crazy is like we had like a little romantic thing going on the side for like months and it was just one of those things where like i don't think his his ex was really privy to it he wasn't privy to it actually until him and i ended up hooking up years later and we ended up i said yo and i remember just dropping the truth bomb like did you were you aware of this because i was under the impression he was like no i was like well he's a piece of shit because he didn't mm, tell right you. under his fucking yeah. nose <laughs> right mm -mm. but you know what's Turn crazy though you know what's so crazy, yeah. though? Is there, it was a very toxic relationship because he would sit there and tell me, like, things that his ex would be doing and shit about the condom he found and all this, like, random weird shit. And I'm like, oh, well, that's... I'm like, again, 19 years old, thinking, like, oh, wow, is this what it's supposed to be like? You know, like, it didn't really understand, right? So, yeah. yeah, that was my coming out story, you know, like, but it was... None of my none of my relatives had any issues with it. I think, you know, I, I already have people who are part of the you know, LGBTQ plus number of my family, my cousin who was older than I am, like by I think like 10 years, um, she was lesbian. She came out. She was the first one that I recall coming out. Um, then of course it was me. Then of course my brother who now transitioned is now my sister. So it was that kind of Yay. thing where like we have these individuals who live exist in our family and there's never been any kind of disowning, disowning or you know, backlash from them presenting who they are to their family. And that's the blessing in disguise because trust me, I've heard horrible stories. So I know that mine could have gone left. Like if I yeah, had been in a different house, I couldn't even imagine that I'm, you know, I really appreciate that. I just, I didn't have that. Like, don't get me wrong. My grandmother, was tough on me and she would throw it in my face and sometimes she would use it against me and, you know, just, but she would do it in such a way where it was building, you know, an emotional a wall where I'm able to take on, you know, she wasn't like sitting there like faggot, maricon. She wasn't saying nothing like that, but she was simply just saying like, you know what, like I'm going to help build that emotional tolerance because you're going to go through a lot and even physically, like, you know, we got to toughen you up because, like, listen, <laughs> it, it's it's crazy out there. So especially back then, I mean, it's not nowhere near as how it is now. But, you know, it was just they felt like they had to equip us to be ready for this, and they did it in the best way possible, at least mine did. And, you know, I'm just really thankful that I don't have this this horror story of coming out, you know, and 
I, I really appreciate that. I really, I love my family so much for being so open, so accepting. And even if they weren't, Gio, like, I don't care. Like, I just, my grandmother just instilled in me at a very early age, you are going to be who you want to be, who, the way you thrive, the way you grow, the way you understand, the way you move, in every way, no matter what you do, you just have to be who you want to be because if not you are going to forever walk around with this facade this mask on it's no shade of nobody you know because i know not everyone has that family not everyone has that that guiding light that person that's supportive you know especially mm-hmm. the matriarch of the family you know i'm just saying like you i i'm just blessed i was really blessed to have that and i'm so appreciative of that because i couldn't imagine any other way because yeah, yeah, and that was crazy. and that's something like I remember asking my mom, because um, my mom I was a five, and my mom asked her like, I remember just like one day when I was back there a couple months ago, I was like, hey, you know, um, I said, does it ever feel like you have like the weight of the world on, on your shoulders because you have five different, you know, uh, extraordinary kids? And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I'm the first, you know, the oldest that came out as gay and, you know, the, the kind of lifestyle we led, you know, while growing up and stuff. And I said, you know, the oldest, you know, now Michelle, you have a trans daughter. I said, how does that ever feel about bringing up a conversation? I said, do you ever feel like, I don't know, like it, that, but does it ever make you feel weird or uncomfortable? I said, you know, having to, nope. She goes, look, she goes, my kids are going to be my kids regardless. She goes, as long as they're out there murdering people or, like, I don't know, sex trafficking or anything like that, she goes, I'm not going to ever disown them for who they are. She goes, yeah. Like, she goes, you know, and she goes, respectfully speaking, you know, when, when Michael was Michael, I loved him. Now that she's Michelle, I'm going to love her. There's no stopping. She goes, there's no, you know, she goes, there's no stopping. There was just starting. She goes, and they all started when they were born. She goes, well, each one of you were born. She goes, yeah. She goes, do y'all get on my fucking nerves sometimes? Absolutely. She goes, are there times where I just, you know, want to escape from every one of you? Absolutely. She goes, but at the end yeah. of the day, she goes, I also know that y'all came from me. So a lot of the irritation factors that kick in are just reassurances that y'all are from me. So, you know, and like, that's also something, you know, talking to my sister in a private conversation, I said, you know, hey, I said, does it ever feel weird having a conversation to mom about, you know, your new identity? And she was like, you know, it really very much is. And I said, because y'all feel like strangers, right? You know, and she's like, yeah, she goes, because, and I said, well, you know, just tell her that, be vulnerable, you know? Again, vulnerability is one of those things about, <clears throat> especially like in like Latin, you know, communities and stuff like that, like different people, are, are vulnerable in different areas, if any, right? So, like, for her to have gone the full transition for the most part, you know, she's, like, 80% done. Um, you know that, like... Which, I by the way, happen. everyone, fellow fatties, she looks fucking amazing. Oh, she's yeah, no. Fucking amazing. Yes. You, and, again... When, From what I've seen, yeah. Yeah, when, when she was... Like, she already still had feminine features born naturally. So it only got amplified when she went yeah. and got the cosmetics. So it wasn't yeah. like the doctor had to really do a lot out of the ordinary, you know, because again, you know, a lot of men, you know, when you're born in a male, there's a lot of masculine features, you know, bigger faces, fatter faces, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Adam's apples and shit like that. So like, but she already had a soft features. And they just kind of enhanced them. So, she, I mean, she, again, she looks, her doctor is, or her doctor did very well, and I commend her because, again, 
you know, during that pro, I mean, it was a 10 month process. You know, she went from Michael month one to Michelle month 10. And it was an actress. Was it ever like a shocking, like, who the fuck am I looking at through the mirror when you know who you see you are, who you are? <clears throat> and she was like, she was, I'm not going to lie. She goes, I think the first time, she goes, it scared the shit out of me when there was bandages all over my face and stuff. She goes, it was swelling and, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, uh, the surgery, she goes. But she goes, I feel so much comfortable now in my own skin where I'm able to breathe. She goes, I feel like for the longest time, I thought that me putting on the girl's shirt here and there, you know, was like a, a level of comfort that would mask it, right? And I was like, she goes, but it just never felt like the full. She goes, I felt like she goes, I felt like I was in like I was in character when I was Michael. And she goes, I feel like now I'm out of character. And I was like, well, you know, mm. hey, kudos to you, you know. She's honest, um, yeah. I like that. Mm, yeah. Never heard of it. So, that way. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, but now we brought up the level of vulnerability. I like that word. Uh, <clears throat> remember, I told you vulnerability is wow. kink in reality. To be honest with you, because wow. most people are. <laughs> Most people are willing to, and again, I'm not saying everybody, because I'm not going to throw you in here, Ray, because I know you're a different species. But, <laughs> you know, most people in the gay community, sorry, the LGBTQ plus community have no problem having sex with them, right? It's the opening up and letting people in and, you know, kind of letting people take the wheel, so to speak, right? So I struggle with both. <laughs> you know, and it's crazy is for me. You've known me again. 13 years, y'all going to keep hearing this shit. Next you year, a big ho. You a big ho. I'm right? going to hear you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, shit, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, in in my um, sex expedition, expedition, I said the expedition, in my sex expedition, expedition, oh, my God. <laughs> in my sex journey, journey I've, yeah, yeah. I've probably slept with, I mean, no, I know, I've slept over with a thousand people. I used to keep a book of it. So I have no shame in my game. But No, this is a true story, guys. No, he has a book. No he has a little oh, no, no, book. No, no, no. No, no, I had. I had to throw away that shit. Had. You, know, you threw it away? Yeah. Oh, dude, that would have been fucking like... No, you want to watch? It would have been a good NFT or something. No, I don't know what they're called. But yeah, no, that would have been good. Like, um, I don't know. That's a something cool to have. Memorabilia, no, yeah, something, know. whatever. Because I called it NFT. Why it <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have been cool to have because it actually had... All right, so when I used to have my book, I used to call it my smash book, all right? So, uh, look, this bitch went me, went out to Walmart and bought a black book and got a glue stick. And... <laughs> I went and I would print people's photos out, and oh, I would shit. put them. Yeah, I would put them in the book, kind of like how Regina George had the meat. Uh, the, the yeah, book. I literally was about to say yeah. that. Yeah, but mine was a smash book, so I'd have your they were all there. fugly the name, <laughs> the name in there, the names in there, like the you know the their name they gave me, um, and the date they hooked up. And the only reason why I did it was never because I was like you know trying to like uh, you know toot toot my own horn. It was actually to really borderline keep track of any possible STDs during my three-month checkups, right? Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to be very careful. I wanted to be an ethical slut before the ethical slut, you know? So so I would actually take my book with me to the to – the, uh, when I would go out to go get uh, my uh, quarterly testing. And just in case something back then, you know, I, I don't – okay, cool. So from the last time, I had this. You know, potential exposure to this, blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. And so, 
you know, I ended up would narrow down like my my suspects, <laughs> my suspects. I would narrow them down if it was something I got. You know, again, because you know, STDs of course are part of the game. You know, if you're out there, you know, fucking yeah. their back or yeah. trusting the people. It's it's yeah. just what it is. You know. So anyway, yeah. um, but I, that's why I get I did it. I kept it. And then, to be honest, with you, there were times where it really, you know, when I got, hey, Giovanni, you have chlamydia. Hey, Giovanni, you have chlamydia and gonorrhea. Are there people you want us to reach out? And I'd be like, fuck yeah, let me go ahead and pull out this goddamn book now. So I'd pull up the yeah. and I'd give them the number, the numbers and the information. But again, I was always that person who reached out to people too after Good. I had left, yeah. you know, and let them know, mm. hey, you know what? Because yeah. I want you to hear it from me, not for you to go find it out. Because that's so tacky and disrespectful. But I was never, yes. I wasn't always given that opportunity. Sometimes it was like a, I had to find out when I got checked up and stuff. And it sucks because you think that again. This would be something that most people would be like, hey, you know, just as a heads up. But no, the, but the crazy thing was the first time I ever did that, I want to say I was like 19, 20, 2021, 20, um, when I had my first actual exposure. And I remember I reached out to somebody and they were like, they call me an asshole, piece of shit. All this other stuff, how could you? And I'm like, whoa, my guy. I'm like, I'm letting you know, respectfully speaking. Um, yeah. So whatever you want to do with that information, that's on you. But anyways, what was interesting about that is like 15, 20 minutes later, he, he ended up texting me back. I'm so sorry. I just <sighs> works with stressful. Of course, you know, always works with stressful, right? That's the fucking main reason why people cut you out, right? Um, and they're like, you know, I, thank you for letting me know. I'll make sure to go get you know, an appointment immediately. And I'll let you know. And, you know I, I appreciate this. So I'm like, yeah, good. Boom. Um, but anyways, it was one of the reasons why I had the black book. I retired it after I moved out of that apartment because I was in a relationship with who I, at that moment, I thought was the love of my life. Uh, and he was one of those individuals that, again, like the key word earlier, vulnerability, was like that I always had this crush on him. I could tell you where, to this day, almost 10 years later, where the first time I saw him, how kind of weird way like I had fallen in love with him yeah. before we hadn't gone we hadn't even got we hadn't even gone together and yeah. but I kind of just he was in a relationship at the time and I kind of had to like you know do my own thing and at that point again I was still being an ethical or whatever right so yeah. we ended up having our time and stuff and again like there's just moments where like people will present them to you um, or some people will present themselves to you like, at, at areas and, and situations where like you may not necessarily think you have a chance with them. And that was one of those things where I was like, what the fuck? Like, this person interested in me? Again, 24. Um, so my, my self-esteem and all that stuff was a little bit lower than it is now. I mean, a little bit, a little bit lower then, but it's a lot higher now. Um, so Too fucking high. We, <laughs> but it does come with It's a good thing. It's a good thing. No, no, no. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, sit here and say it's it's a bad thing or negative connotation behind it. No, it's a good thing. Like you you've really come a long way as far as like Oh yeah. Just everything. Not not even yeah. just you know being confident. Like bro, mm -hmm. like you are a fucking force of nature. Like literally I don't someone made a comment to me the other day cuz they were like, "Hey, I'm listening to your podcast blah blah blah." I'm like, "Um So like who's your counterpart? Who's your the, the other host, the co-host?" I was like, oh, it's this person. They're like, oh, can I see their IG? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I was like, what do you mean? Like, everybody kind of fucking knows who he is. To some degree, they either jack off to him or they follow him or both. You know what I mean? So um, unlike me, I have done neither, never will. Um, we just recently had to follow each other because we kind of had to. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, he was like, oh, maybe to the white people. I was like, wait, what? 
I was like, no, I feel like a lot of fucking people fuck with Gio, like on a, yeah, on every level, like, especially in the queer community. Like, I feel like a lot of people well, know who the fuck you are, like you know? It used, it used to be like that in my earlier 20s because I played the game of being the center of attention, kind of following the fads and the trends and kind of putting myself out there on front street. Like, and again, you know, no... Oh, so no bougie bopping on your um, <laughs> staircase is not um, a trend. <laughs> well, that, I, but that's also different. I'm kidding. Control, I'm kidding. Yeah, I was saying that's but that's different though. in person and on social media. Like I can control. The I want people to think right when people meet you. Like you don't really get to control the narrative, right? They make yeah. the narrative. So for me, I was at the pool parties, the bear events. I was always front and center. I was kind of like pushing myself to the forefront. And I didn't realize how tiring and exhausting it was until, you know, Daniel and I broke out for the final time. And the that moment, it was when I had to have like this kind of discovery moment of like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I'm over here worrying about how other people are perceiving me and how to keep their attention. But the one man that I'm in love with is the one I'm neglecting. And how the heck, you know what I'm saying? Because, again, you know the reason. Again, like, I, I cheated not once but twice because we got back together. So we were, you know, we were in a relationship twice. And it sucked because I was in my 20s when I did that. And it was – it's still one of those moments that still hunt because he was vulnerable with me. I was vulnerable with him. It was one of those things where we lowered down the walls and we were sitting there discussing things that <clears throat> I won't, you know, necessarily – divulge because he's not here to defend himself um but yeah it was one of those things where like i had always thought that he was out of my out of my league i mean to this day this man is still beautiful to me i mean i his from his eyes to his smile from his laugh i mean but that's just who i am if i ever loved you i'd never stop loving you regardless if i move on and you move on or whatever like to a degree i still have love for you it's no it's not to the level of extent of the love that I have for Zach because Zach's a whole different ball game, but that's why, you know, him and I are kind of like testing what Polly might mean for us. Right. Um, and we'll have more information later on in the podcast as we kind of like explore that, you know? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it, it was one of those things where it's, it still kind of sucks because when you're responsible for a heartbreak like that, right? Like, and you're not meant to play the bad guy, like you are reminded at moments. Um, and they happen every so often, maybe not frequent, but when they do, it's just like, I told you, I think in a previous episode, uh, we only have three, the previous episode, um, we were like, I kind of want to almost a flash and go back in time and try to fix that shit. But then what does that mean for my current relationship, you know? And it's like one of those things yeah. where it's like, if I had the opportunity to go back and salvage my relationship, with Daniel, does that mean does that mean that I would be comfortable sacrificing my current relationship with Zach? And that's such a fucking hard, you know, question to really ask because we didn't really give ourselves the full opportunity to be in a, in a healthy relationship like I am with Zach. We were, you know, again, we're in our twenties. Yeah, we were still developing. But, you know, yeah, we were still navigating I, your this lifestyle. Yeah, and you know, again, like to, to share, a, you know, have a mortgage together with somebody to sit there and be responsible for half the bills, to sit there and go yeah. out there and, you know, get the, the food, uh, the cleaning products, you know, just all that shit, just to make sure that your partner's kept up, you know, appearance-wise, you know, haircuts and shit. <clears throat> we didn't really have that, you know. We, he was he was wrapping up college. You know, I was trying to find my way. Um, I didn't have a career. He was 
working towards his. Um, so a lot of my behavior kind of was just more like I relied on fun and whatever that meant, whether it was sexual fun, whether it was, you know, going out there and drinking, you know, or whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, it sucked because there have been moments after him where I have tried to be vulnerable with people and tell them who I was. That way they didn't find out from so-and-so because, you know, again, with, with Daniel, he was very well known in the softball world. So it was one of those things where I couldn't really necessarily step out into the scene without people not knowing who I was because, and let's just be real, back then, the, I don't know if he still had the same group of friends, but they were all pieces of shit because they kind of ran out there and took our information Shots of our fired. private lives. No, fuck all of them. They all catch ass with them. Like I told them, one I stopped loving him, Oh, bitch, say something in public about me. And it's, bop, bop, bop. you know, it's, 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 it's whack-a-mole. But in this, in this case, it's whack-a-mole. whack-a-mole. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but it's one of those things where, yeah, they were pieces of shit because they ran out there telling our story to just about everybody who would fucking listen. And I know that the narrative was to paint me out to be the bad guy. Don't get me wrong. I was the bad guy. But it was very childish thinking about this seven years later. Like, man, these are grown-ass fucking men out here like gossiping about shit that they're not even supposed to really be privy to. And when I try to check, you know, him about it, he was like, you know, they're grown men. They can say whatever they want. I can't control them. But I'm like, this has to do with you. But anyways, um, so, you know, it's one of those things where I wish him well. Again, do I still think about it? Absolutely. But it's so different from Zach. Zach still thinks about his ex in a way because it's when you have like that, either you induce trauma, you have trauma induced on you in a relationship, you don't forget those people, you know? Like as much as you would like to, I'm not saying this goes for everybody, for some people, the emotional people, like me and Zach are very emotional creatures. Um, so don't take the aggression as I don't have a heart or anything like that, because I do. That's the one thing that I do. That's probably the reason why I'm as aggressive as I am, because when I love, I love hard. I love, I never really stop loving you. Like, my love may decrease significantly, but there's still a form of it. Because to say that I ever loved you meant I never would stop loving you because I took the shit serious. Even yeah. though, by that statement itself, someone said, well, if you took it so serious, why did you cheat on him? Well, the reality of it was I was 25, and I was trying to play the fucking Mr. Popular Guy role, and I was trying to please everybody but my significant other, but now it's 32. Man, I don't play that shit. That's the reason why I don't go play off these. I don't play these opinions anymore. I don't go to bear events. I don't go to fucking parties because like I know what's out there. It's not that it's not fun, but it's just like I have to be in the right mindset to be okay with with whatever that means for the night. You know? Because I also don't get fucked up anymore like I used to in my early twenties. I don't ever really drink to like catch a buzz buzz anymore. Let's shit I do. I'm up. a fucking lush every weekend I'm <laughs> every other weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, but again it's it's fun to drink. But I don't rely on alcohol to be my own source of entertainment, like some people I do. do. And, no, I do uh, bitch, then we need to find you a hotline real quickly. Present, Excuse me. present, oh, present. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, but, um, but with that being said, Ray, with, again, we won't divulge y'all's your excellence out of respect, um, but like with your most last recent relationship, did you ever look back at how people labeled you um, in regards to like, oh, Ray's so aggressive, he's hot-natured, or hot-natured, hot-tempered, 
or I'm he's just, I'm you know. Um, but no, like just in regards to like how people labeled you because of not knowing who you were, but it's they also didn't know why you had to be that race or why people get to get that race. That the lack of they, vulnerability, right? Yeah, yeah basically that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, it's weird because my relationships are for me and my partner, right? So what a lot of people didn't get to see was the softness, the openness, the emotional side of me. Um, I'm naturally the type of person who is this, um, I don't want to call it a stone wall, but I'm just, I am made of so many things from this world that's tough in me, that's just made me this, this impenetrable person, I guess you could say. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't go around giving people me. Like, I'm, before I like you, I don't like you. I've always said that, right? And I just, I'm just not a vulnerable person. But in my relationships, I am. I'm emotionally, emotionally vulnerable. What I'm not, what I have not been these last, okay, um, I want to say, I maybe I'm just gonna throw this number out there. Ten plus years, maybe eleven plus years, maybe twelve is physically vulnerable. So we've had this discussion before. <clears throat> I've never these last twelve years. Okay, so full transparency. I recently had a conversation with. Um, I'm just gonna throw the number out there because I did ask him if I ever mentioned you. Would you be upset or anything? I actually talked to him. And he was like, no, I wouldn't go off as long as it's the truth. I was like, sir, it's from my point of view, and it is the fucking truth. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I was like, I told him, I was like, you know what? Like, no man has fully been in me. I mean, not just the shaft. I mean, the entire penis and penetrating me. Sorry to get vulgar, guys. But no man, like, I've not let a man do that to me these last couple of relationships. I'm not going to throw the number out there, but which I think has been a big reason why, a big chunk why my relationships don't last because I, this is going to sound like, um, (laughs) this is going to sound, sorry guys, when I get nervous, I laugh. What's the word? It's, um. the, the ironic because this would have been a big indicator that I, needed to leave the relationships. I didn't allow these men to fully be in me because they never were worthy of being in me fully. They just weren't. That's just real. Like straight up. I, they just, I don't, I, and I, that sounds really smug of me, right? Like, well, why the fuck were you with them? Like, what the fuck? I love these men, like, at one point. Like, I really did. Like, I, I, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. Love them with my whole fucking heart, my whole being, everything that makes me me. I did. I swear there's nothing I wouldn't have done. It was just, I'm a person of emotions. I am, I, that's, that, layer by layer, no matter what I'm made of, I am an emotional person. And if I feel like you have violated me, in any way that is just, I hold sacred to me. It's, I won't give you me. I won't. I won't. Like, I just, I I can't. It's something in me will not allow it. So what I'm trying to say is I'm pretty much a virgin. I'm just kidding. Um, 
y'all trying to buy my virginity or what? What's up? I'm just kidding. But yeah, like I have not been physically vulnerable with my last two partners. And oops, threw the number out there. My bad. <clears throat> so yeah, I think that that's really what's ultimately what really shattered us was the fact that I never gave myself to them. It was always something. It was always like, I don't know, like, it's just, listen, just because you got a fucking big dick and you've fucked a few people, like, you know what, like, doesn't mean you know what the fuck you're doing. Listen, I ain't these other motherfuckers where you could just run up in it. Listen, listen, you cannot dodge 1,500 ran me like, you know, nah, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Not over here. No, sir. So, there's just, there wasn't any, I, I'm not saying I needed to fuck. I sound like a fucking female. No, not that there's a wrong well, no. vulnerability or being emotional. It's just, I needed to, I needed them to make me feel good. Make me feel like, you know what, like work to it. The foreplay, the, the, I don't know. Like, I just haven't felt that. I just, I haven't felt that with anybody. So it's like, Nah, bro, fuck out of here. You ain't about to just put the fucking dick up in me like it's just, like it's nothing. Like, you deserve it? Like, the fuck? I already gave you my motherfucking money. Listen, and I spent a lot of money on these motherfuckers. I mean, listen, they did too. Well, one of them. Um, <laughs> well, not really him. But, uh, god damn, I'm just throwing out all these fucking tools. But, um, yeah, like, I just... Go ahead. What? <clears throat> okay. So... Just if people haven't really been able to pick up, most people usually joke when they're really nervous, and I'm listening to you the past like six minutes, seven minutes, and you've joked a lot because it's kind of like a coping mechanism, right? But the reality of what you're saying sure. is true, and it's funny because coming to me where like sex is just sex, right? Like yeah. there's a difference between like fucking and making love, right? And that's for whoever yeah. wants to interpret the following for them. But, like, yeah. it's interesting for you to have told me that, and I'm like, word? Like, because it's such, like, sex is already a sacred act for you because yeah, for you me. value the traditional sense of what a relationship means to you. Well, well let me just say this. I, I can hook up. I know how to hook up. But hooking up for me is other things but penetration. Like, yeah. like I said, not just anybody going to be up in me like that. That's just not how it goes. And, and mm -hmm. no shade to anyone else, like I said. I can hook up within reason, within certain standards. But when it comes to being in a relationship, like, I will give you me. You just, yo, you got to earn it, learn it. You got to learn me, bro. Like, what the fuck? And these dudes just didn't. They just didn't chalked up to what they thought they were. Not that I'm acting well, like I was a perfect boyfriend either, but I'm just saying, like, I, I just, I, I learned the first time. I pay attention. I look at the way people move, and I just felt like, no, nah, man, like, it's not that Would I didn't say, trust anybody. I just didn't feel worthy. They didn't feel. They just didn't pass the worthy card. Question: Would you say that maybe their lack of that was not the grinder notification? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Would you sit there and say that maybe a lot of them uh, exhibited lack of patience? Because again, for you in that realm. Well, it, okay, so yes, one of them, but the other one, mm -hmm. it was more they were, you know, there was roles, right? So yeah. I was doing more of the, the topping. I don't, I'm not going to, like, disclose that because, you know, uh -huh. it's their choice, their body. I don't want to disclose it. But, yeah, one of them, yes, I was more of the top 
Um, and then the other one was, yeah, like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing because I guess they were so used to fucking hoes. They mm-hmm. were, no, no, not over here. Listen, <laughs> yo, not over here. I don't do that. Like, you can't just be fucking running up in me. Like, that's just what it is. And yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, that's the truth. Like, I felt like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Like, they just wanted to fuck. And not that you have to make love every time, right? But there comes... There has to be a connection. Yeah, there has to be a connection. And the connection just wasn't there anymore. Or I just didn't feel like it was never going to happen. So, you know, I just... It was the rushing. It was the, the way it was done. It was the words. It was the body language. It was, there was no intimacy. Like, to know that this man fully loved me and I could really just give myself to him. It's just, it didn't happen. It just, it didn't happen. Like, (laughs) both of them. Like, I just, it just didn't happen. And I just, I feel bad about it. I do. And I also feel bad about kind of, opening up and exposing this truth because, you know, there's a lot of people who knew us, we were friends with, they're probably still friends with, and at some point if they do hear this, they're going to be like, wow, we had no fucking idea. We all thought y'all had a great fucking sex life. And, you know, it was, eh, it was nice. but sex, and, But whatever. But sex and intimacy are two different things depending yes. on who you ask. Yes. So yep. people, like, I mean, again, it's not, it's not a shot to them because now whoever they are with, but it's a shock to the know. ego. Like, 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 yo, you really yeah. put it out there. And the people that know that we used to like, even if it's just Instagram followers or Facebook friends that just we never really, you know, interacted with, but they saw our pictures, they saw our posts, they're going to be like, yo, that motherfucker lame in bed. I didn't say that. I'm just simply saying that from my perspective, I did not give myself these men fully because they weren't worthy of it, period. Yeah. That's it. But that's it. Also because, I mean, in respect to speaking, you and I are two different people when it comes to, you know, intimate acts. Um, yeah, it's but but it's not something like to be ashamed to discuss because I'm pretty sure there are a lot more people who probably identify with this, you know, concern or lack of experience because, yeah. you yeah. know, like they, you know, it's it's kind of like a weird way, but like that fucking John Mayer song, you know, your body's a wonderland, you know, essentially we're taught <laughs> that, you know. That like our bodies are our temples, right? So like you yeah. have to protect the temple, you know, because again, you just can't let everybody and their mother run up in that you know temple because then at that point, what's what's so sacred, right? If you ask people specifically, some people just don't care, right? It's whatever. Um, yeah. Get it how you live it, you know. But it is something that I think different people give different forms of an intimate act. Like yeah. for me, it's not like the act of sex. I can have sex with you as long as I'm attracted to you and there's chemistry there, right? Boom. But when we start digging yes, into chemistry. like, yes. yeah, when we start digging into like the what makes you you, like you know, or like tell me yeah. your trauma, you know, that's a different act yeah. because that requires me opening up and kind of pulling back the layers, so to speak, to sit there and, and give you more of who I am that most people don't get. And it's not that a lot of people don't get; it's just because I mean, let's just face it. You know, we also live in a community where people don't really care. Because it's like, oh, shit, you know, they're dampening the mood by being, you know, super serious. And it's like, you know, everybody wants to have fun. But it's like what happens when the fun is no longer in motion and now you're, you know, getting to know somebody behind a closed door. 
you know, there's a yeah. lot of guys that I've been able to get to know and ask questions and stuff like that. And they've pulled back, you know, the curtains and allowed me to, you know, to peek in behind. But again, um, you know, and I even told you about this one most recently, um, you know, Zach and I were trying to see what, again, like I said earlier, what Polly meant to us and what that would, you know, detail. And we tried to get to, to get to know somebody. Uh, and I was very vulnerable with this individual because there was a lot of feelings that I started feeling immediately. And it was yeah. very concerning for me because here I am in a relationship with Zach for you know, three and a half years. And here's this individual that I'm meeting who's, you know, uh, seven years younger than me, you know, and it's not that the age thing or whatever, because again, you know, whoever you love is who you love, who you like, you like. Yeah. Um, but when I was starting pulling back layers and getting to know the trauma of this person and, and allowing them to know my trauma, you know, we were really going out on a limb here because we were already trying to work this individual into our life and what that meant because we didn't live in Dallas. We lived in Memphis. So we were already, at least I was, actually, I can only speak for myself. Let me take that back. I was trying to adjust this person into my life or our life and to see what that meant and what the visitations and all that good stuff and the communication, what that would look like. And all of a sudden I got ghosted. Like it was just so abrupt, you know, and there was a little, little bits of information that I'm leaving out because I just don't want to divulge too much information. But yes. it really hurt because, like, I had told Zach that I was falling in love with this guy, you know? Falling in and, love? Yeah. Or I didn't tell you this because I didn't want your little ass to judge me or whatever. But, yeah, so, because but, I was. But I was. Like, you know, kind of just, hold up, just listen. This isn't a comedy show. Um, so, you know, but yeah, because I was feeling these emotions about this individual. I mean, again, my feelings didn't change for Zach. I had to tell Zach, I still love you. I'm still in love with you. You're my number one. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. I'm not shopping for your replacement, but I know that I'm capable of loving more than one person. So when that moment happened and I fell, um, I wouldn't, I thought that, you know, it would have just kind of fizzled out because this individual is also exploring, uh, a new, uh, line of work that could have been very time consuming and, and who knows where it would have took him. Right. Um, so I just thought that maybe we just would have fizzled into being friends and just, you know, hanging out whenever we could have saw each other. Right. But it wasn't even that I wasn't even granted that option. I just was left on red. I was removed on Instagram. I was removed off Facebook. It was just, but Zach was kept and it really fucked with me because I'm just like, you know, here I am putting myself out on the vulnerability street, letting you know who I am, pulling layer by layer by layer by layer, you know, spending yeah. as much time as I can when I'm visiting back home. Um, and here all of a sudden I have to deal with the empty space. But, you know, the thing about me is I licked my wounds and I kept it moving. And like I told Zach, I'm not going to let this moment define me or the possibility of me loving somebody else additionally. Because yeah. for me, I've always had to face rejection of some kind when it came to the act of love. And, you know, kind of like how Chichi Rodriguez says, you know, from Tu Wong Fu, you know, um, I can light up Broadway with the amount of, you know, lights, uh, the broken lights that I've endured or whatever the hell she says. Um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think she said yeah. something like, 
for every uh, light bulb on oh, Broadway I, I, yeah. that goes I have, out. I have a yeah, I have a, a heart new for one. every light bulb on Broadway. Yeah, that's that's on Yeah, yeah. So it's we I, stuck. <laughs> right, we should be looking up shit before we say it. But anyways, um, <laughs> but no, but it, and like I said, and it felt and it sucked. But like I told Zach, you know, I'm like you know, if this individual reaches out, like I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna react. I'm not gonna like blow up on this individual because again, there was feelings invested in involved. So I just yeah. kind of would like to know what the fuck I did because I thought that I was doing everything that I was supposed to, you know. And we had agreed yeah. before. I, this is the, the wild problem is we had already agreed and we were talking about everything when I was there. And I had him, you know, present in front of me before I left the, the day the day after. And I said, hey, if for some reason you don't see yourself doing this, just tell me right now so at least we're in person. And I'm not going back home thinking that we're trying to build the future together or trying to see where this could go. You know, oh, no, 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 that's absolutely not. You know, trust me, I'm not, you know, I got told all the good shit, right? And then here we are, you know, a couple of weeks later, and it sucked because, like I said, Zach had to to see me kind of like with another heartbreak, you know. And it does suck. Mm-hmm. But the thing about me is I'm a G. I keep moving, you know. I I don't wish ill emotion on Yeah, I don't wish ill on this individual by any means. I hope that we're able to reconcile whatever kind of way that means in the future. Again, I'm not necessarily immediately talking about a relationship. I'm just saying maybe a friendship, you know. But yeah. It, it does suck when you don't get the um, the result that you're looking for, but there's a lot of layers that have been pulled back, and it's kind of like some people, yeah. once they pull those layers back, when you see them out in public, they, they immediately retreat because they get embarrassed, you know? Like, you're going to see me, and I feel naked. I feel vulnerable to you, you know? Like, I'm fully clothed, but I feel like you're just – you're naked. And I feel like I'm naked in your in your eyes when you're looking at me, and it just makes me feel uncomfortable. But anyways, um, so yeah, no, like I said, you know, and then again, you know, yeah, after Daniel and I, and I tried to date and stuff, and I remember telling the guy why I was single, and he used it against me, and I was like, what? Like, you know, I remember telling you about this. Like, you said, you know, I told him, he's like, why are you single? And I said, hey, you know, to be honest with you, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm recently single because, you know, me and my ex, we didn't work out. I, I did it, you know, stepping out on him not once but twice. Um, so he had every right to sit there and leave my ass. And we had scheduled to go on a date and talking, yada, yada, yada. And all of a sudden, the day of the date, he canceled on me because he says the following. Because I can remember it. I don't have text message. I believe that shit. But I remember the message. It says, I'm sorry, but I don't think I could date a cheater. And my response to him was, that's fine. You probably already have. They just lied to you. No, the difference is I'm telling you versus you finding out. And I was like, but have a good one. And, you know, again, it sucked because, again, you, you're taught to try to be as real as you as possible. And sometimes people like it. Some people don't. Yeah. No, you know, I, you know what I gathered from all of this is I think you're, you're very – you are emotionally vulnerable, and I and I am just I'm not like I I of course I feel a lot of feelings you know when it comes to my relationships especially when they end, but I don't get wrapped up so much in the emotions anymore. I am just a person of action. For me, action is character. So I've always felt like, well, what are you doing? Like, how are you moving? Like, why are you doing this? Um, and I guess that's why it kind of led me to like the way I am, where I'm not 
physically vulnerable with my partners or anyone for that matter. Um, yeah, I think you're you're more of the emotions and I'm more of the physical. I think yours are words and mine's are more actions. Um, yeah, I think we have a lot to work on as far as it goes. Because, you know, mm. I used to, in my previous relationships, my most recent one, he would always be like, you know, you think you're vulnerable. You think you show all this emotion, but you're really not. He's like, I think in your head it translates differently. He's like, I don't think you realize the way you come off the things you say, how you say it. Because it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. He's like, it just seems like nothing phases you. But it but it really does. I am an emotional person. It's just I don't I don't give people that because this world will eat you up and spit you out and then repeat. Like I'm not doing that. Like I learned I learned from my mistakes the first time. All it takes is one time for me and then I'm I'm never doing it again. Like, just like I've never gone back to any of my exes. I don't do that. I don't make the same mistake twice. No shade to anybody that does. I just don't do that. So I don't know. I just, I feel like I do need to maybe work on how I translate the emotions that I feel like I have inside to my partner's future partner. Hopefully that's, that's the last one. Shit, I can't do this no more. Or... You know, just to like my friends too, like I'm really working on my vulnerability because the one thing to, that I was always driven by was anger. Like when I get upset or when I would get mad or they would piss me off, the first thing I would go to was like, well, hell no, my wall would go up and I'll be like, start talking shit. Not like that, but I would just, my defenses would go up. And now I don't do that. Now I listen to people. I understand what they're saying. I take it for what they're saying. And then I keep it moving whether I like it or not. Whether just because I don't like what they're saying doesn't make it wrong. I, I've, I've really had to just put that in my head, drill it in my head. Just because I don't like what they're saying doesn't make it wrong. Because let me tell you how I've just been like, nah, they ain't got the right intentions. Nah, they ain't for me. Nah, I'm real quick to do that. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And for my partner, future partner, I'm just going to put it out there, put it into the universe, I promise, I promise, you can get up in there, but you better not let it Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, do you have any last words? Um, well, I'm going to talk while you find a quote for us to end on, so I mean, you can go ahead and give off this quote this time. Um, but, I already got no, the quote I mean, ready. Oh, that's good. good, good. Um, I stay no, ready because I, mean, I ain't got to get ready. You know, the one thing that you and I can both agree on as, as we've gotten older, we realize that who we were in the beginning of our friendship is not the same necessarily. Uh, it's not, we're not necessarily the same person, you know, currently, because again, you have to go through experiences. Experiences definitely do make you yeah. um, for the, for some for the good, some for the bad, you know, but you know, but that's also, I think the dynamic of our friendship is I remember like when, you know, <clears throat> your last relationship, you know, the one actually that was meaningful. Um, I remember you saying that, you know, this was a lot, you know, you, you, you had already invested a lot of time, energy, mentally, emotionally, physically, right? And you didn't necessarily think that the next time would really come, right? Like you weren't necessarily holding out for that either. But, I, you know, but I was there to kind of balance you out and say, hey, you know what? It's okay to feel how you're feeling now, but you have to 
be open to it. Maybe not now, but later. But, you know, again, that's coming from somebody who's always put his heart on, you know, on display. Yeah. And you weren't necessarily always that way because you're very selective. So, you know, the words, you know, is just don't give up forever. Give up now, but not forever. So, but anyways, what? No, I'm not again? giving up. It is what it is. Like, it's going to come when it's going to come. All I can do is work on myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I want that monogamous forever husband, house, possibly maybe we'll discuss twin boys. You know, so we're going to get over with. But, yeah, no, no, I definitely want all those things. And, guys, I hope I do not convey it in a way where it's like, Ray believes in monogamy, but do we really want a fucking husband? I do. I really do. I want it. I know how to put in the work. I know how to build someone up. I know how to emotionally be there. I know how to physically be there. I know all these things. It's just these last couple men, they just didn't. I mean, not to say that I wasn't the problem because 50-50, you know. I, I, I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, definitely. I'm not. I want it. I, I'll work for it. But y'all got to learn me and earn me. Bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what is all right, guys? End. Yes. All right. So, episode three. I didn't give the disclaimer. I'm going to give it now. So, you as a listener are deciding if this conversation, if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding any of the topics that we just addressed. And here's the quote: Don't listen to what people say. Watch what they do. Love you guys. <laughs>